Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three of Drive Time Sports, Rick Schaefer standing by Northwest Arkansas. The doctor of football, Dr. Fitzgerald Hill. I'm Randy Rainwater from Central Arkansas. And I'm going to believe that Pat Bradley has joined us. Is that correct? Silence. Yes. No. You know, Pat can come back to any night now because there's no more basketball. <laughs> yeah. Haven't yeah. heard from him. Okay. Well, okay. since we haven't heard from him, I Fitz brought up, when you and Fitz were talking, I, this is the first time I had this thought. And it's kind of stark when you think about it. Razorback athletics athletes cannot use university facilities. Correct. That's Correct. never happened before. There's never been a period. Think about it. That's right. They, even when the team is not practicing, they can still use the weight room. It, it, any time of year. It's never been a dead period. Year. It's never they, been that, like in high school. It's never been if, that time. If, a, um, if the strength coach would open it up on Christmas Day, you could go in there. This is, this is unheard of. Why did they make that decision? Because school is still, you're, you're still, all you've said is athletics are postponed. Okay, if you don't want anybody to get an advantage, so baseball can't practice track, why would you penalize football? Your, your money sport, when you're, when you're at a time that finances are going to be, you've got to make up some finances, why would you penalize your money sport by saying your football players could not use your weight room for a month. Does that make any sense whatsoever? Well, only thing that, that you can maybe even try to justify with that is if they're telling you no more than 10 people can work out, then they don't want any aggregation of people inside well, the weight at room. Well, at the time the decision was made, they hadn't even suggested 50. Yeah, you're right. And, and so why, why would they do that? That makes no sense unless they're saying athletes just need to leave campus. And I know a lot of these campuses are online only, but as as you all were discussing and Trey Biddy has discussed, it may be better to keep them here than to go to Dallas or to go to Atlanta or go to you know some ma- Houston, some major city where the chances of catching this are much higher than they are here. Well, that's you on point there because uh, one of Justice's teammates was from New York, and yeah. uh, he couldn't go back to New York. Make yeah. a flights or something from Salt Lake. He said his father said, his son, it's, wow. it's not good for you to come just, just stay in Salt Lake. Even though in Salt Lake, it was you had two players in Salt Lake that, po- that tested positive yeah, from the Jazz. For the Jazz, right. So yeah. you don't know how that is if somebody from a community infection to somebody in that, being in that area. So, you know, that's, that, that's of concern. But, hey, I, I want to say this, but you bring up some valid points because I, I miss 
I don't think you understood what I was saying. The signing date, well, you're right, is April 15th. Right. But what I was talking about, the recruiting period. Right, yes. That, yeah, no, I, I understood okay. that. Yeah, I understood that. Right. Because, because and, check uh, this out. If, if you can't do anything, you right. can't make any official visits before you, what, where you were assigned. So the places right. you were supposed to start visiting next weekend and where mm-hmm. you lined up your visit, you can't do that. But let's just say those three great players have already committed to Arkansas. They've already made up their mind. Oh yeah, yes. They yes. would have signed, but now they can't sign either right. until this until this period opens up again. And it may not be April fifteenth. It may be the twentieth. Might be the thirtieth. Might be May. I, we don't know that. No, and I was I was referencing many of the junior college players who hasn't who maybe haven't taken their visits, and yeah. so then now those three to four weeks that you had to go from campus to campus to decide where you're going to sign. So now, oh, you will you push that back to push the date back because now everything has to be restructured. And as you also mentioned, the transfer portal; those guys can't go visit campuses. No, nope, that's exactly right. And so it's hopping. It's a, but but regardless of all that, I do not understand. You can't use the facilities at your own school. I, I just do not grasp that. It, it it makes no sense whatsoever because if your athletes, a lot of them are staying on campus, they're still feeding them at the Jerry Jones Academic Center. So they're still if they're still here. Where are they supposed to go? And think about, we don't know the answer to this, how many gyms and clubs are going to start closing because they can't handle, you know, large amounts of people at the same time. I, I don't know that any of them have here in northwest Arkansas yet, but it could happen. And if so, there's no gym to work out. The liability issue right. is, 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 is point and center now. Yeah. Yeah. So – all right, we we are now need joined by there. need some relief there. We are now joined by the one Patrick Bradley, being brought yeah. to you by Whit Davis Lumber Company Plus and Precision yeah. Overhead Door. Now, Patrick, I want you to walk us through. I'm sitting here watching my TV, hmm. and I hmm. see Greg Sankey, who's on the set with you and Dari Noka, mm-hmm. and maybe who else was on the set? Possibly. Anyway, doesn't matter. Walk us through, those had to be surreal moments as you're sitting there as it's being talked about canceling the Southeastern Conference Tournament. And then as it turns out, not only the tournament gets canceled, but the NCAA Tournament gets canceled. Yeah, how you guys doing? It was, uh, it, it was surreal. It was, um, you know, you felt that things could change quickly and um you know from the night from wednesday night and it was a good crowd wednesday night yeah those four teams it was great yeah good um you know really good win by obviously the hawks and georgia got themselves a really good win and Mm -hmm. and um you know it might have been the as competitive um in terms of the amount of people at the game I'd imagine it was as many as they've had on a Wednesday night. Yeah. And it, and, and so, but the talk of everybody who was there, even, you know, we got there on Tuesday, um, and, and Wednesday, excuse me, Tuesday I went over to the arena and watched some, some practices and team shoot around and things like that. Um, and it was ever-present. I mean, it was, you know, there were – some people who weren't weren't shaking hands, so everybody was very conscious of what was going on. And um, so Wednesday, 
everyone goes, and it's sort of we we planned on the start in the broadcast uh, to to really talk about the Nashville tornadoes and what they had been through in the city. Mm. Uh, that was going to be sort of like the the opening deal, and then everything changed by Wednesday night, and it became. Um, it became the coronavirus and what everyone was talking about. And, and then from that point on, and I, I'm, you know, I don't know what you guys think, but once Rudy Gobert for the Utah Jazz tested positive, mm-hmm. I guess that was Wednesday night at some point or late Wednesday night. Yes. I think that was, yeah, that, that it was, was it. It was while Arkansas yeah. was playing that, that, that came over the, mm-hmm. you were reading on the bottom script, Utah and Oklahoma city, uh, yeah. postponed or canceled, whatever. Yeah, and we found out we knew there'd be no fans there on Thursday, and then as once that was announced, um, you 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 could sense that just you know because every, everyone's sort of around there, and I'm I'm you know I was going to do whatever they asked me to do, and they did say, hey, listen, you know, is anybody feel uncomfortable being here? And uh, we said, no, we'll you know we'll do what we got to do. But you could tell, you know, Commissioner Sankey, when he, um, you know, he addressed the issue. I think it was on Wednesday night, right? He went up there with Diary and, and uh, yes, you know, you mm-hmm. could tell he was. It was emotional decision, very yeah, that, emotional that, for him. Pat, if I can interrupt you, at that time, uh, the only thing that had any kind of detrimental effect on it, though was the announcement that only necessary personnel would be there mm-hmm. and no fans would be allowed. And they made that announcement, and there was widespread booing uh, among the crowd. But I don't think any of us at that point realized what was going to transpire over the next 12 to, to maybe 16 hours that the entire tournament was going to be canceled. Yeah, and at that, at that time, Randy, you know, the discussion was you, you feel – you know, you kind of you feel bad now because they have to lay off certain personnel. I mean, there's not going to be any crowd there, so you, you know, there's certain people within the arena that are working that that you know the services aren't going to be needed anymore. So you kind of gear towards well, geez, I feel you know you feel for them. And then it gets to the point where you know after the NBA player was said now you know it almost came to a point even before that where I think they said geez, I mean if we're not going to let people in here what how are we going to justify having our student athletes play a game you know mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. there were those thoughts going on well, um pat do you do before that pat do you think the fact that the nba player from utah from you know when they contracted disease by playing you know would had some impact on that because at that time when it came out that the two players from utah jazz uh had contracted the disease uh do you think that possibly influenced the decision? No brainer. That that was yep. that was the you know slam door yep. you know That's shut the I door think. case on that one. That 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 made it become you know it was still an emotional decision for the commissioner, but I think at that point it wasn't a very difficult decision. It was more of okay you know logistics how are we gonna how are we gonna make this happen? But there is no way we can we can roll those those games out and um and then happen quick too i mean we got there when you know thursday morning we got there and we're ready to prepare for everything to happen and i walked by 
I was in the back and, and walked by one of the um, communications, you know, sort of like the, the associate commissioner of communications, and I overheard him say, telling one of his, his workers, he just said, check Twitter. And then boom, it was they had wow. put it up there so that they were put it out on Twitter. Isn't that pathetic? <laughs> you know, you think about it, guys. The first player on Utah that tested positive, because the second one might not have if the first one hadn't, was at a press conference and teased mm. about yep. it and put his hands all over everything, made a big Microphone. joke about it. Yep. Yep. And and that one person, you could say, I know there's a national deal now and who knows where it would have gone. I believe that one person is responsible for all athletics being shut down right now. Because if that had not happened at that night, then I think the tournaments would have gone on, at least at least through last weekend. I don't know where we'd be now, but I do believe that right. the conference tournaments would have continued one guy. You and know, that's the reason why it all stopped. Yeah. Well, I, I also think that there was some negative press about – the NCAA continued to allow people to play inside the mm-hmm. inside the arena, mm-hmm. and the NBA didn't. And so it's kind of like you know, I, I I heard several commentators say, "Well, why would the NBA? Those are paid guys, uh, cancel, right. and then you let these guys who not getting paid and and tell tell them to go play with no fans in the stand." So I I think that put the NCAA in reactionary mode to come back and make a quick decision based off what the NBA, NBA had done, which that came off based off two players. So, man, it was kind of like once the ball got rolling, you just picked up steam and people started trying to make decisions which looked like they were precautionary in nature. But the difference was there were two yeah. NBA players who tested positive. There still hadn't been a single college athlete, to my knowledge, that has tested positive. I agree. That's the, that's the big difference. Yes. And, but but what, what but the, there was some negative. There was I mean the oh, NCAA sure. was taking press yep. about everything. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying you know, why it, would you it, take it, that into consideration? Well, because the way it came out it, the, uh, that morning, you mean to tell me that the NCAA is going to keep playing and and da 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 da? I mean, it, it looked like that that they were pushing the kids out there rather than making a precautionary yeah. decision. That was uh, perception. It was the unknown. I think it was the unknown. It was almost like it was a no-brainer because. Who who doesn't know? I, it's I, I've read up to fourteen days before you know that you've actually got the virus. Mm. A lot of times you'll know within five days, but nevertheless, I mean, it was like that that uh, player, the minor leaguer for the Yankees. I mean, uh, when they found out about that, boy, the MLB moved immediately. Done, shut it down. Mm. You know they're not going to take they're not going to take any kind of chances, and I think that's that's what happened here. In, in range the the coaches. Fitz's point, um, Rick Barnes had said his players expressed concern because they watched the NBA. And they, they when that happened, they were like, I don't know how I'm going to play defense on somebody. That's going to be in the back of my mind. And, mm-hmm. and Commissioner Sankey had said these players, this is what he said on Thursday, he goes, these players look to the NBA. That's where they want to be. So when that happened, Coach, you said, like the criticism of the of college was was legit because they take a lot of times they you know these players man they whatever the NBA they want to be in the NBA so those sure. they take certain cues from those guys and if they see that happening there it's just natural to think man the guy I'm playing defense on tomorrow is, is that could be true as well I read 
which I've been doing a lot of that lately. Um, Nevada Sportsbooks took in almost $500 million in wages, uh, wagers on college basketball and NBA combined in March of 2019. An estimated 70% of that handle, $349 million, was wagered on last year's NCAA tournament. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this is big. I mean, you, that, that, this has brought all kinds of big businesses to its knees. Uh, I just can't mm-hmm. imagine. I mean, I, I, I know today uh, it was announced that uh, Oakland, is shutting down its casinos and restaurants and, and bars mm. um, over in Hot Springs because of what's going on. Live, live racing is still going on, and mm. um, that will probably wouldn't surprise me if that didn't come to a halt. Yeah, they they I think that was all taken into consideration. Like I said, I mean at first that the concern was. You know, okay, out of precaution, um, you know, it, it would affect, you know, the finances around Nashville and even the businesses and restaurants. Then when it became a health issue, I think that's when that, that's when it became a no-brainer decision, which I'm, I'm glad, you know, the, the league, the commissioner and the league did it, did it as soon as, you know, sooner rather than later and wait around. Or anything that could be played on Thursday. Oh, can you imagine that St. John's Creighton game being played oh. at uh, Madison half-time? Square Garden? Wow! Yeah, it's called at halftime. Wow! I mean, they just got to play in a half. And St. Yeah. John's winning. That yeah, makes they no sense. <laughs> <at the laughs> Coach, they win. winning. Yeah. Makes no sense calling it at the half. And yeah, you see. That was their opportunity, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You, thinking, you, right. I'm getting, we're getting ready to make a run. Right. Strange time. Well, it's like Arkansas. You know, you you you, you beat Missouri. Thank you. Get momentum. They're healthy. You know, you want a chance, and then no chance. Right. Yeah. So when you first heard the news, did your pocket handkerchief droop? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like, honestly, it became – like, okay, this has got to happen now. I mean, everybody's starting to – you don't want anybody to freak out. You know, I mean, everybody was, was staying calm, but the, like you said, Rand, the unknown sort of factor of it was became like, okay, what are we doing here? You know, and then mm-hmm. I can't imagine – we, we talked to Bruce Pearl. You know, first thing he said was, I don't know, just, I'm going to get him back. We're going to go to campus. You know, campus is shut down, basically. I think they were on spring break anyway. But he said all the students, no one's going to be there. He said, I, I mean, he, you know, he, he, I'm sure his, his players' parents are going to want to see them and something going on like this. You know what I'm saying? There's just too many things where I could see that people wanted to be with their families as well in, in a time like this and not having to worry about playing a game or preparing for a game. Well, Patrick, I, th- I think the other sign, if you're if – you're- quote, looking for signs, but when most, if not all, of the universities are going to online mm. classes, uh, that said yep. to me that, I mean, you're, you're talking basically 
bringing, in some cases, almost campuses, you know, to a, to a shutdown, even though they're still, uh, I think they left the Jones Center open. And uh, does the Jones Center, does it encompass um, a nutritional center as well? Is it all in, or is it Jones Center, is it the, just for academics? It's academics, and, and they do have a, a place where athletes can eat. Uh, okay. So, yeah, the, mm -hmm. it has those two. Mm -hmm. So if you want to continue to stay on campus yes. or whether you mm -hmm. want to go right. in your apartment, whatever it may be, uh, that is the only facility that is open Right. those athletes, student-athletes that are still there in Fayetteville. But they were also given the option, Hunter Yurchek said this uh, when we talked to him on Friday, that any of the kids that want to go home, mm -hmm. go home. But, but think about that, even from what you just mentioned, from the nutritional aspect. When you walk into that Jones Center, they, you're going to be fed like they, like athletes should be fed. Mm -hmm. uh, you go home to home, you might be fed like mom's been cooking for the last you know, 20 <laughs> years, and that's a, there's a big difference, right? Huge. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Hey, have, have another drum. Have yeah. some more fried chicken. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Well, I left at 180, but I come back at 220. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness! No, I, I, I just, I don't know. I haven't heard a number yet on the economic impact. Uh, you mentioned Pat, all the businesses closing down, the, the loss of hotel reservations, and you can go on and on, rental cars and so forth. That the city of Nashville is going to suffer. And I read a story today about Albany, New York. Uh, that was supposed to be in one of the first-round sites of the NCAA tournament, and they'd already spent hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars getting ready. But now there's not going to be any way they can get that money back, and it probably will be at least four or five years before they can get back to hosting, potentially hosting another tournament. I mean, that's just lost dollars. But anyway. All right, Drive Time Sports, back after this timeout. You know you want to play the game. Call 433-1037 in Pulaski County and 1-800-477-1037 anywhere else. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. It's Rick Schaefer along with the doctor of football, Dr. Fitzgerald Hill. I'm Randy Rainwater. Join on Mondays. Are we going to stick with this Monday, Patrick? Do you like Mondays? I need to put him off, take him off. Oh, he can't, he can't answer for himself. Uh, I don't know if you heard my question. Do you, do you like Mondays, Patrick? Oh, what is there not to like about Monday? Remind there you me? go. I like that answer. Yeah. I like that answer. Yeah. Guys, one other, I guess you can say, footnote that kind of led to uh, the NCAA championships being canceled is uh, Duke had already made a statement earlier in that day, and some mm. thought Kansas had, had said the same thing, but uh, it was kind of a different uh, statement being made by Kansas about, uh, you know, its teams and traveling and all that stuff, not so much about they wouldn't go to the NCAA tournament if they were to be invited. And, uh -huh. and, and, and the joke Duke, was, yeah. Duke, Duke said, I mean, when, when Duke jumps up and says, we ain't going, we're not going to any um, mm. to next week's NCAA championship. Well, well, Randy, they said North Carolina said the same thing. Okay, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see mm. that. North but they, but they I said, <laughs> hey, hey, but they said it was funny. 
because because they probably weren't going to get in at large. They, that was a, that's that's supposed to be a joke. They weren't even they weren't even going to get in. That's right. <laughs> but they, 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 but they had, went ahead and pulled themselves out. You know that's what that was a joke in there. Yeah. You know, eighty percent right. of basketball fans would have been fine with Duke not being in the tournament. Now you know Duke right. Duke's got right. its following, but if you're not a Duke fan, you're usually not a Duke fan. So you know. Well, that's what it was. It was the cancellation of some things but not other things would really have painted the NCAA in a very difficult light because of the – everyone knows of the financial impact of of Mark Madness. So it would have been – it would have been tough to tell certain groups of students not to, you know, congregate or – be part of something and then have have others do that so i mean that was it would have been a tricky situation for them if if they try to <laughs> try to make that work that's for sure well you know patrick what was kind of uh i'm not sure amazing is the right word uh but they even contemplating on having a 16 team mm. venue uh tournament uh and then having it in a smaller venue i mean uh, Atlanta. I mean, it's, it was moving to Atlanta. Well, what about the? Uh, it's not called the Georgia Dome anymore, but um, I mean, you got some. You got some big bucks that have got to be yeah. accounted for somehow, because uh, I'm sure the NCAA has has to rent that facility with, without any doubt. But um, then you turn around and you think I've I've seen nothing about what what the liability. Or how they're going to work out the liability with the um, uh, CBS and its other TV partners? Mm. Yeah, I haven't seen seen that either. I mean, I think it's, um, you know, I, I I don't know how they would or what what is going to happen now. Really, I, I do know that you know, even probably from a, a coverage standpoint, whether it be radio shows or. TV shows, I know, you know, everything is affected um, by not well, having it. So yeah, but your employer yeah. is going to work out. I mean, you you basically got yeah, to broadcast yeah. two of, what, 14 games? Is that right? Yeah. In, in, and you had SEC now there? So, I mean, it's uh, – Yeah, exactly. And more shows and more shows. What do you, you guys – you guys feel pretty good about uh, the decision not to – not to put out the bracket because there were some people that were calling for uh, to release the 68 teams who would have been in the tournament. Are you guys okay with that? Hey, the uh, people that are the weird. happiest about this are the NCAA selection committee. There's no criticism of them. None every year, all. every year, no matter, there's going to be some, how'd they get in or how'd you leave this guy out when you don't release a bracket? What do you got to say? Nothing. Right? Those, those guys today. are happy campers. I don't know if you saw this today, but CBS did a virtual tournament, and they said that mm. Dayton was going to win it. No kidding. Yeah, did they really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dayton was going to be the winner. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. Now, how I don't they know. Can figure that out, then Brandon Marcello, we heard from Trey, and I read some of this on Twitter, that Arkansas had gotten past uh, South Carolina and LSU, and I guess that meant uh, they released to the semifinals, if not further. But, uh, gee, Manny, mm-hmm. how, can, how can you know all this stuff? Right. It's just having fun with it, I guess, right, with people aboard or whatever. 
What did you think, Patrick, about uh, Arkansas's performance? We, believe it or not, we have not talked about the game one minute from last week uh, with Vanderbilt. I thought Arkansas looked pretty sharp. Mm. I think they did, yeah. They they started out doing what they had been done in the beginning of the season, and that was defense. They got, you know, they got. Vandy is a team that when they've had success, they've been able to penetrate, get good dribble penetration, which resulted in uh, some drive and kick threes. Uh, but the Hawks, I think they held us for a 24% field goal percentage. Um, so they were clicking defensively, and they looked really, really good. Um, and, and you know, it, what can you – I don't know how much you can really predict, but they, they certainly – if you wanted to believe in them having an opportunity for a run for the SEC tournament, they looked pretty good <laughs> Wednesday night. I realize I think two guys fouled out, Mason Jones, Isaiah Joe, but, um, I mean, they, they, they looked about, you know, as good as you could hope. Uh, considering it was sort of a uh, down the stretch, it was a little up and down at times, but they looked like they were putting it together, and that's 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 you know the unfortunate thing um, that a lot of teams were in that position. But now you look at it and say, what happened next for the Hogs? You know, I mean, it's uh, who's coming back and and. Um, Who's going to have the opportunity? I don't know what's going to happen when you talk about draft situations now. Is that going to is, – is anyone heard if that's still on, the, 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 the timing of the draft? Because if you've got a kid that's deciding whether or not to go, his college coach is you know, saying, hey, do I get a roster spot for you? So I don't know how they, the timeline is going to work if you guys had heard any of that. But I'm, I'm anticipating, hopefully, to, to, to know what's going to happen with that. In well, the, Portsmouth, in the next I, I know Portsmouth was called off, and that's a that's a big venue for. Uh, I know Jimmy Witt had received an invitation, mm. uh, but it's been called off. Now I don't know, you know, about any of the other aspects where you can take. Well, I, I don't think you can take a trip even for a private workout. I don't know when that's supposed to begin, but. Uh, I mean, normally it doesn't start this soon because you've still got the NCAA tournament going on. So mm. a lot of this, I'm guessing, is is real fluid. Let's talk with uh, Mr. E. Mr. E, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. How y'all doing today? Very good. Thank you, Mr. E. Uh, this evening. Hey, listen, um, I'm, you know, I'm not mad. Uh, I'm not upset. uh about sports, I, I'm, I'm a sports man. Okay, I love baseball, basketball, football. I ran track. Uh, and yeah, I like to turn my TV on and, and watch. You know, uh, the mad madness. And what's taking place, in my opinion, you know, it's my opinion, is that uh, this virus has hit us across the world, and I think that, uh, especially in the United States, we're built on a Christian nation. We have left God. We are. We, we have left God out. When I'm talking about God, I ain't talking about. I'm talking about the Holy God, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, Daddy, mm-hmm. the King yep. of Kings, the Lord, the Lord, right. the Great I Am, the Prince of Peace, the Creator. He created this world. He he uh, he uh, created all of us in His own image. Only thing He wants us to do is love Him and obey Him, and follow His. The whole of Bible. 
tell us how to follow God, the Holy God, and Jesus Christ. And we have made laws. We have had the injustice that went against what he teaches, what he wants us to do. He wants us to be obedient to him, pray to him, and he doesn't say it. You ask anything in my name, I will give you. But we got to be obedient to him and line up with him. Amen. That's and correct. I think what what done to, what done took place now, people is not realizing. Uh, you see the grocery stores being empty. People are panicking. If you have Jesus in you, the Holy Spirit leading and guides you. You won't you won't panic. You won't have no fear. Yes, we are concerned. You know, uh, like one of my brothers, we were talking. Uh, people are backing up toilet paper left and right. You, you go in the stores. You, you can't get no toilet paper because people are panicking and stocking up. Yeah. But where is God in in our lives at? In our life, I'm talking about me, myself, and others. Yeah. We need and to maybe, line up. With, that might be the best thing to ponder when you don't have a chance to watch sports right now. But how many people going to do that, man? I, mean, I don't saying, know. Man, I bet you there's some. If there's nine, one, then it, then the Lord will be happy. If there's one, I'll bet you there's more than one. Mr. E, thank you. We need to run. Thank you, Mr. E. All right. Very good comments there. Thank you. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports at the Buzz Radio Network. Our now new custom, Pat Bradley, here on Monday nights, being brought to you by Wick Davis Lumber Company Plus and Precision Overhead Door. You know, we've been talking a lot about uh, the financial impact it's made upon sports. I read this uh, story on the New York Post website, and it was talking about uh, businesses in the Bronx uh, that surround Yankee Stadium. And one guy said, one of the business owners said, he has an apparel shop that sells uh, gear. He said, by now, uh, I would have, I probably have already lost at least $100,000. And then a guy who owned a restaurant, um, he said, when he first started renting his building, it was like three thousand a month. Now it's up to twenty four thousand dollars a month. Wow! And he said, "There's no way I can continue to do this, uh, especially if it means it's going to linger on into the summer." Yeah. Um, I say summer. I don't know if May is considered first of June is considered summer or not. But I mean, I, I geez, I, mean, I know we've been talking about the concession workers and security people and so forth and so on. I know a lot of. Uh, Zion Williamson is stepping up, and he's given, I think he's at $100,000. doesn't matter, but he's stepping up to help with those people uh, working with the uh, Pelicans organization on giving them money because a lot of them, that, that is their source of income. And uh, so, wow, I mean, it's the ramifications of all this just keep rippling and rippling and rippling. Let's think about spring training for, for baseball. All those mm. folks down there, plus, you know, again, the hotel industry and the um, uh, car rentals. and I mean, you name it, it is it is such a wide-reaching realm. Um, 
I guess you noticed, Patrick, that uh, Tennessee pulled uh, the rug out under Tom Brady, and uh, looks like Tom hmm. uh, now is down to maybe two possible destinations, and it sounds like the hometown Patriots are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tannehill, they signed Tannehill to the contract there at uh, Tennessee. Well, I think everybody, everybody will be uh, thankful when this whole ordeal will be over. <laughs> I mean, just you, you think it would make a lot of sense to go back to the Patriots. I don't know what the heck is taking so long. I mean, I don't. I mean, what? I mean, don't you guys think that? I mean, unless he and I, you know, I don't. Obviously, he's allowing his agent to do what good agents do, and that's get the best deal for uh, for their client. Um, but I'm just curious how much movement there really is, and uh, I'm assuming his agent. Um, is you know one of the top guys out there, especially with dealing with the Patriots and on how they do things. But I don't know. It just seems it just seems like it's something that's dragging on that you assume is going to end up happening. But I mean, what what could be the holdup? Is, is my only question. Is it really worth you know who's going to blink first and give in to who's the man? It's just you know it's always strange to watch it play out in public like that, especially when you know you're dealing with uh, beloved sports figures and uh, and how how they're going to get the, the business deal done of, of all of that. So hopefully it'll be done pretty soon. Well, if I read one story correctly, Tom Brady is basically to let it be known that he wants to have somewhat control over personnel, who he's going to be playing with. I can't imagine mm. Bill Belichick agreeing to something like that. <laughs> no. No, I think that's it was one thing we've learned it Belichick has coveted the ability to be GM and as much as head coach, I think. I, I mean I think that's for him it is so important to be able to have the power over whether it be contracts or roster, all that. So I mean if if I, I as much as he probably loves Tom Brady, I, I highly doubt that Bill Belichick is going to allow anybody to disrupt the, the machine that he put together there in New England. And then if you're the owner of the Patriots, you don't want to disrupt what Belichick has, has put together there in that machine. You know, I mean, it's, I, mean, I hate to say it, but, you know, people think it's, it's a dynasty. between. Yeah, but, you know, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick is going to be involved with, with unless Brady retires and then becomes some hold some sort of position with the team but you know Belichick can continue to in a GM capacity do it for probably many many years down the road so I think uh you probably don't want to get off what he's what he's done and the sort of the, the roadmap that he's put together for that organization I wouldn't you know I wouldn't mess with that if I was the owner sure uh mystery I didn't mean to cut you off a few moments ago my apologies yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Now, now can I talk? Yeah, yeah you're on. Right. No, no, what I was saying, what I was saying is just that we as the people have to get praise out of our equation of life. And, you know, a lot of us don't have prior life. A lot of us don't have, uh, I think it's time now to, to come together. Cause he, he, he's the fixer. He got Dr. Till in there 
fastest on this earth in six fifths, but he but he's the head of all, all of us. What we need to do now is go in prayer. I, I think I, it's just a talk whole show, and a lot of people don't don't want to hear about Jesus Christ. And but but it, what I'm saying is, what I've been hearing, all these doctors and even the president talking about how we're gonna fix this. There's not not one has said let's go in prayer. And, and, and the key is to me is Jesus Christ is found. What y'all think? Well, unfortunately, if you read the scriptures, there are more that don't believe that than do. And so uh, God does use uh, different aspects of uh, life to get our attention. 9-11 was one of the great examples of that when after that happened, churches were absolutely packed. This is an unusual one in that uh, many churches couldn't congregate this weekend, did services online because... Uh, of the advice not to have large groups together. So, like I say, I, I, how do we know? But I've got to believe that somehow there, there are people in this country and worldwide that are pondering life beyond yeah. this, uh, this life. And you just know that you just have to trust God to use that in some way beyond what we will ever understand or ever comprehend. And, and I'd like to echo on that because, um, you know, in, in America— we take a lot for granted. Yes. And as I was sitting sitting there thinking about toilet paper, and it it really made me think back about being in Desert Storm, well, we didn't have toilet paper at the time. And so when everybody runs, I mean, we're so blessed because of the comfort and convenience that comes with living in America. So this virus that's, that's plaguing our country right now, do you know how many third world countries don't have clean water to drink every day? And so you you right you know I, I called it in, in time in the stock market you have a correction when you when your stock continues to grow and they call it a correction when it balances out I think we're having a faith type of correction because just what you're saying we have to fall back on that being the lifeblood of why we're living and God has given us the blessings in the United States of America and we cannot forget that and be grateful for that Amen Amen. Thank you for the call. Next Monday, for the Doctor of Football, Dr. Fitzgerald Hill, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. So long, everybody.